Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Caulfield, and in this episode, Dr. Sky Sturgeon discusses a frequently asked question Is it kidney yang deficiency or liver yang rising? As he presents a case study of a 68 year old man seeking assistance for various everyday issues. Formerly, Sky was the chair of acupuncture and East Asian medicine and core faculty member at Bastyr University core faculty member and faculty council chair at the American College of Traditional Chinese Medicine, and president and senior professor of the Acupuncture and Integrative Medicine College, Berkeley. Kidney Yang Deficiency or Liver Yang Rising, a case study. This month's theme is men's health, and I find myself reflecting on the male principle, yang. Many traditional Chinese medicine practitioners learn that as they age, men become kidney yang deficient. Historically, I am sure that this has been borne out. Yet in today's modern world, at least in the U.S., most men rarely spend very much time working outdoors in cold weather, or reside in homes and work in buildings without central heating, which are among the key factors that challenge someone's Ming-Men fire. Of course, aging depletes Jing essence, and consequently both yin and yang become somewhat depleted. However, in my experience, many men exhibit a far greater tendency to yin deficiency rather than yang deficiency. This can develop when there is insufficient yen to anchor the liver yang, and when added to emotional factors and stress, can become liver chi stagnation, leading to liver yang or liver wind rising. The common assumption that men typically become kidney yang deficient can therefore cause a potentially serious error in treatment strategy, especially when using herbs. A case history. JP is a 68-year-old male whose chief complaints are cold feet, intermittent low back pain, and chronic tinnitus, all of which have been getting worse over the past five to seven years. He presents for an office visit because his new lady friend continually objects to his cold feet. Quote, I guess it's time to do something about it, end quote. She thinks acupuncture can help. Medical history and narrative of present condition. Typical childhood diseases include a tonsillectomy at 9 years old and contracting mumps at 11, but without lingering effects. No history of injury or trauma except for whiplash, lacerations, and a broken tibia from an auto accident at age 49. Both of his parents are deceased. His father died 12 years ago at 72 of a heart attack, and his mother died 9 years ago at 73 of a cerebrovascular accident. He has an older brother who is in good health and a younger sister who has non-insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus and is obese. Even though he has passed the age he intended to retire, 
he continues to work at a stressful full-time job where he is the owner of a foreign auto parts distribution company, which he has owned for 28 years. He says that although the company is financially successful, dealing with his customers and vendors over the years has been a source of continual frustration and aggravation. He has tried to sell the business for the last two years without success. His wife unexpectedly divorced him seven years ago, and his three adult children are independent, but frequently ask him for financial assistance. He cannot remember the last time he was on vacation. Quote, I can't afford to take a vacation. I work 60 hours per week. My business needs me. End quote. Inquiry. He reports that his feet have been cold for many years, even in warmer weather. They often have a kind of tingling, almost electric feel. He denies any pain in his feet, although he reports occasional spasms in his calves at night. He experiences intermittent low back pain. Quote, I can tell when I overdo it because my back talks to me. Usually I only ache for a few days, end quote. His tinnitus is a constant buzz, quote, like a kind of static, end quote. He says he has had it for 20 years, although he thinks it's become worse over time. An otoscope exam reveals only a slight accumulation of cerumen and the eardrum is intact. JP reports mild headaches one to two times per week, usually temporal or parietal and almost always at the end of the week. Occasionally, his neck becomes stiff and painful. Sometimes, the headaches are severe enough that he will take acetaminophen, which usually takes care of it. When asked about his emotional state, he says that mostly he is frustrated because of the nature of his work. Quote, it's more high stress than you can imagine, end quote. He complains about his suppliers, his customers, and his employees. When asked about his divorce, he expresses anger towards his ex-wife and blames her for the breakup. Quote, she never appreciated how hard I had to work to keep things going, end quote. He admits he's sometimes losing his temper, both with her and at work. Quote, I have had to fire several employees over the past 10 years. Sometimes I can't control my anger and it boils over. I have to be by myself for a while so I can calm down, end quote. He reports no regular exercise program and says he works too much to exercise. Quote, I exercise every day walking around the warehouse while I'm at work, end quote. He notes frequent but scanty urination and says he often has trouble falling asleep. Quote, I usually have a lot on my mind, end quote. He wokes up every night at 2 a.m., quote, like clockwork, and gets up to urinate at least twice a night. Quote, I have vivid dreams which sometimes awaken me. It's worse when things are difficult at work, end quote. He does not feel rested when he wakes up. He reports generally soft stools, which are sometimes actually loose and watery. He says some foods, quote, go right through me. While he denies any noticeable thirst, he sometimes awakens with a dry mouth. He never drinks, quote, plain water, but consumes at least two 
20 ounce Diet Cokes each day. He consumes a 12 ounce double latte with two teaspoons sugar and a pastry on his way to work and has an additional three to four cups of coffee each day with half and half and two teaspoons of sugar at work. Diet. Standard American diet does not like to cook, usually skips breakfast except for his pastry and double latte, and always has fast food for lunch. Quote, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy, and I love barbecue, end quote. He stopped smoking cigarettes 15 years ago and formerly smoked two packs per day. Alcohol use, quote, couple of beers every night just to unwind, you know, close quote. Admits to drinking more at occasional weekend events with his friends, sometimes has rum or whiskey in his Diet Coke on the weekend. Only uses cannabis socially, denies ever using other recreational drugs. Does not consider himself a spiritual person, quote, I never had time for that sort of thing, end quote. Medications. Takes lisinopril, which is an angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitor, almost every day. Quote, I don't like taking drugs, and I never have except for antibiotics a few times. End quote. He reports trying Vicodin, hydrocodone plus acetaminophen, after his auto accident. Quote, I didn't like it. It knocked me out, my stomach felt queasy, and it gave me constipation for days. My doctor wants me to take a statin, but I don't want to. I don't think I need it. End quote. Vital signs. Height, 5 feet 11 inches. Weight, 208 pounds. BMI 29.0, waist 38 inches. Blood pressure taken in the office, 168 over 85. Pulse, 84 beats per minute. SpO2, 97%. Temperature, 98.2 degrees Fahrenheit. Respiration, 18 per minute. And these were shallow chest breathing. Laboratory test. He reports that all of his lab tests are okay except his total cholesterol and, quote, bad cholesterol were, quote, borderline high. He thinks the total cholesterol was 230. Palpitation. Feet are moderately cold to the touch but not pale. There is no edema. His abdomen, low back, hands, knees are warm. Rin 17, 12, and 4 are tender points, as are stomach 25, stomach 36, spleen 9, spleen 6, liver 3, and liver 14. Pulse and tongue. His pulse is thin and wiry, slightly rapid at 84 beats per minute. His tongue is red with a rough and dry, thickish white coat, slight teeth marks. Assessment diagnosis. This patient's diagnosis may be quite complex because there's a lot of interlocking syndromes involved. My diagnosis was kidney and liver yin deficiency leading to liver chi stagnation and liver yang or wind rising with elements of liver over-controlling spleen causing spleen chi deficiency and the accumulation of dampness. Considering his chief complaints, I focused on the yin deficiency and liver yang wind rising. Treatment principle and plan. Tonify kidney yin, move qi and blood, calm the liver, anchor the yang.
Acupuncture focused on opening the channels, moving chi and blood, and calming the liver. Besides tender points, techniques included aggressive energy treatments and e-stem. An herbal formula of Tian Ma Gotang Yen tea pills was prescribed. He was also counseled about diet and lifestyle changes. Discussion and bottom line. Tian Ma Gotang Yen, along with acupuncture, helped resolve his chief complaints, except for the tinnitus and his blood pressure was somewhat reduced over the four weeks he came in for visits. He was amazed that his back pain was completely gone and that his feet were much warmer than before. Unfortunately, he was resistant to lifestyle and diet counseling and did not return after the initial progress. Given his patient's age, sex, and chief complaints of cold feet, many would attribute his symptoms to kidney yang deficiency. A thorough examination of the case finds there is a lack of evidence for this diagnosis. There are strong signs of liver excess. The more likely alternative is that his cold feet are due to liver cheese stagnation. He also exhibits a few signs of kidney yin deficiency, but often these are hidden by the excess condition. When kidney yin is deficient, excess liver yang or wind can rise due to a lack of anchor. In fact, liver yang rising presumes an underlying deficiency in either yin or blood, or both. Adding a yang tonic, or herbs that warm the interior and expel cold to this man would be a mistaken treatment plan that may have likely exacerbated his overall condition. JP is, in my clinical experience, a typical American male. His circumstances, habits, lifestyle choices, diet, and emotional state are far too common among men, as is the diagnosis of liver excess and underlying kidney yin deficiency, with kidney yang deficiency being relatively rare. I would emphasize that a thorough intake and careful diagnosis are requisite for the best therapeutic outcome. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the topic of kidney yang deficiency or liver yang rising, which was researched, written, and read by Dr. Sky Sturgeon. To read this information, you can access the written article, which is linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. In our upcoming episode, Dr. Sky Sturgeon is back to talk about the plum flower formula Majestic Yang Tea Pills and how it is used to treat various deficiencies by tonifying yang, strengthening qi and blood, and nourishing jing essence. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. 
And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.